up, boys? Episode 5, Live of 5 podcast. If you've stuck around for the, the first five episodes, we really appreciate that. Still stuck in quarantine here. Um, we do want to introduce our first guest on the Live at 5 podcast. We got Mateo, what's for lunch, Martinez. <laughs> Son of a bitch, he's been drinking beer all day, so he's in rare form. Uh, what the hell you guys been up to? Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very bored. Um, I, I, I cut back my drinking this week. However, I went back on it hard last night and today. Um, my drink today is I'm going with the Ocean Spray, Cran Pineapple, two shots of Tito's, and then a half a shot of Patron. Um, mm. So I'm, I might be sending nudes later. Um, those are to guys and girls. Uh, it depends on who gets them, who's not. Um, and then actually, I don't know, I've never, I don't know how many people I've actually told this, but my, my biggest goal of 2020 was to, I want to do an open mic somewhere for stand-up comedy. I want to know if I'm as funny as I think I am. Um, so I've been writing jokes too, and some of them are pretty goddamn good, if I might add. That's a very unbiased opinion. Um, and then my prison workout, um, if you have me on Snapchat, you have seen that. Um, and then I've been discovering a lot of music, and I've been talking shit to a lot of 12-year-olds on Call of Duty. Uh, like, for example, today, um, if I, permission to, permission to rant, permission to rant, is that okay if I rant? Um, Go no, I'm going to take it anyway. Um, I told, I told a 12-year-old today on, <laughs> on Call of Duty. Um, I, but, the, and here's the thing, is earlier in this week, I had a, a run-in with another 12-year-old. And he, he, he adamantly corrected me that he was he was act or I, t I told him that he was eight years old and he corrected me and told me he was twelve. Um, but in my opinion, though, I have such thick skin and I think a lot of us also do because we grew up in the Call of Duty Four and the Modern Warfare Two lobbies where it was nothing but like you know how many times I heard like I fucked your mom Halo. and like I'm gonna I got your IP address I'm coming to beat your fucking ass. Um, I heard that my whole fucking life and. I'm still standing. I also got two chains, but got a few on. And that's all that matters is that I'm ready to get back on Call of Duty. I'm ready to talk shit to 12-year-olds again because I'm tired of these motherfuckers being better than me. This is fucking bullshit. I got my stimulus check, and they fucking did it, and they're still better than me. I'm fucking tired of it. How about, how about you, Connor? How about you, Connor? No, no uh, yeah, so I, I don't have any overdraft fees either, Jay. Just throwing that out there. That's a story, that's a story for another time. Connor, yeah. tell the crowd uh, for everybody that's not watching the video, what jersey are you wearing right now? Uh, yeah, so this is my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, famous Jameis baby, the best quarterback still available on the market. I think whoever whoever needs one really needs to look out for him. Uh, yeah, other than that, I was blessed today with a with a little rainstorm, and so I had the day off work pretty much. And it was much needed. So, other than that, just been working. What about you, Pat? Um. Well, I uh, decided to drive to the beach for the weekend. Uh, gonna play a little, like 36 uh, holes of golf tomorrow. So I'm pretty pumped about that. However, I did hear uh, Illinois is gonna reopen some of the golf courses. So can't wait to get back and play some golf. KJ, how about you? Patty Gilmore. Uh... Well, inspired by uh, Jay's new uh, fitness page that he's opening up, you know, I've been working out every day this week because I've been watching him uh, pick up tables and do shoulder press. Look at those Lakeview shoulders right there. Damn. 
Those uh, Lakeview man. shoulders. <laughs> Lakeview shoulders, man. Biggest shoulders Lakeview right shoulders. there. Uh, and then, obviously, it was awesome having the NFL draft this week, uh, having some sports back. Uh, I know we'll talk about it later. But I have to bring it up, Dustin. I mentioned it the other day. Man, that intro for the NFL draft pulling on the heartstrings was big time, boys. Big time intro. KJ yeah, loves all the heartstrings. KJ, all I have to all say about that is you only like that fucking intro because the song from Coach Carter was playing. And it took me like it took me the whole first day of the draft. I was like, what the fuck is that song from? And then instantly on day two when I listened, I'm like, that's a fucking Coach Carter. All I could think about is, I'm the real Ty Crane. And that's all it was. <laughs> I'm the real Ty Crane. That, that, that may have a little bit to do with it. And then uh, it's also awesome. Like the last dance last week was great. I'm excited for that on Sunday. But just been hanging out, man. And uh, you know, always getting, always getting better, boys. How about you, uh, Dusty? Yeah, man, same shit for me. I kind of uh, had a cut back on the booze a little bit. Shelby's telling me I need to slow down a little bit. So I've only been drinking five of seven days. Who is Shelby? Um, but. I, but I've been eating a lot of red meat too, so I made up for it by uh, I got a little weight station set out here at my place, and uh, just been fucking lifting weights and and hanging out, drinking beer, and fucking playing video games. I'm ready for this damn quarantine shit to be lifted, but now I'm hearing that we're stuck inside until June. So if they ruin my fucking birthday, I'll be pissed. Uh, Matt, Mind give us own. a little bit. Give us a little bit of an introduction, Matt. Who the hell are you, and why the fuck are you here? <laughs> so, my name is Matt Martinez. I'm Jake Tog's brother. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be invited onto this podcast for tonight. Uh, very lucky to be here. It's fun, funny podcast, real funny. Um, fuck yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean <laughs> I hey, who? Listen. Who do you have in the background of your, if you can't see, you're, you're listening on Spotify. <laughs> Who's that in the background? And so what, the background, what does it mean to you? <laughs> so the background is the GOAT, Johnny Sins, man. You know, he, he, really, put, he really puts on the, in the porn industry. Hey, you know, is, he has is, a lot of good video. Is, is, he, is he considered an essential worker? Yeah, they're because, still working him and his wife kisses Sims, man. Because I've seen, I, I've that's the thing about Johnny Sims is he's the jack of all trades, master of none, except having a huge fucking rod. Oh, yeah. Um, he, I've seen him as a doctor, a pizza delivery man, an astronaut, a fucking uh, chemical engineer, uh, a conductor, because he commands the train, if you know what I mean. And a, gang, and a gangbanger, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, he, he literally is the jack of all trades, as you will. So, I don't know. He's the master I've, I've of all of them. I've always wanted to follow his footsteps. So, you know, I, I, I even got my COD name as them. So, when we dick kids over in, in COD, man, they, they know who really is doing it. You're a fat fuck. <laughs> They love Peter North too. Yeah, Peter North, baby, and Evan Stone. I want to give a quick shout out to the Live at Five podcast sponsors. We have the 815 Twin City Baggers, local cornhole league, Rock Falls, Illinois, President Cameron Posey. We do have to get him 
on schedule to to be on the show for an episode. We got to coordinate with him. Does he even have internet? <laughs> no, he's. Does he? They, uh, they, they, yes. they said they're putting up the three G towers instead of the five G where he's at. He <laughs> uh, might have to show up to Con. He might have to go to Connor's place for it or something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Also, want to shout out uh, Chris Marchetti, Magnolia Painting and Refinishing, um, Chicago Heights Base. They pretty much do any type of contracting work you need, drywall, painting, refinishing, any sort of remodeling. Um, especially nowadays with everything that's going on, try to help out some small business and, and give them some work as, you know, everyone's kind of struggling to get through what's going on. Right, The Dirt, it's on Netflix. It's a Motley Crue documentary. It's one of my favorite documentaries that's out right now. It's one of the best ones I've seen probably in, in the last few years. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's just basically documents the life of one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Uh, what'd you guys think of it? I thought uh, it was man, great. I... <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> the reason I that's funny is because well. those two fucking jerk-offs couldn't even watch a fucking movie for us. Okay, first, permission to rant again. Um, there's nothing fucking going on. You have an hour and a half to watch. Uh, actually, an hour and 37 minutes because I made sure of it. An hour and 37 minutes. That's not even including the fucking credits. You could have watched the fucking movie, okay? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm essential. You ain't shit, bitch. <laughs> You're just David fucking Porter. <laughs> but yeah, man, what'd you think of what'd you think of the movie itself? If you didn't if you didn't really know who Motley Crue was and and if you didn't, you're probably living under a rock, but you get a little bit of an insight as to how those fuckers became a band, not only a band, but one of the greatest rock bands of all time, and just inside the life of what it was like being fucking 80s rock and roll band. Yeah, consider me a guy that lived under a rock, because I didn't know that much about them, so oh. to, to, to learn about them, like, I've heard some of their music, but to learn about them was awesome, and, like, I found myself so many times throughout the documentary, like, looking up stuff on them to try to learn more about their lives. The thing that I found most crazy was all those dudes lived a reckless, crazy life, and they're all still alive right now, and Luckily, all of them yeah. still have a ton. Of, still have a yeah, still have a ton of money too. Like if you get out of a rock band, like they were so successful, even though they blew so much money, they still have money and they're all still alive. I think that's impressive in itself. Well, yeah, yeah I was too. pretty impressed with the. Uh... I, they give you a little bit of an insight of how crazy Ozzy was, and that son of a bitch. His part in the show or in in the movie was you know minor, but oh, they had a part where he was like at the pool, and he was like someone pissed on the pool on the ground at the pool and shit, and he like fucking started licking it from the ground. That son of a bitch was crazy. And speaking of partiers that were partying their entire life and are still alive, he's got to be on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> no it's doubt. a per it's a perfect tie-in with last week being we were talking about the water parks because if you do anything again at a water park, you're gonna be drinking piss anyway. So it was a perfect tie-in back to last week. Um, the thing though that confused me is I didn't know what that was supposed to be Ozzy Osbourne until they slowly called him Oz because they they couldn't have picked an actor that looked 
anything less like how I thought Ozzy Osbourne looked because all I know Ozzy Osbourne how he looks is in the show The Osbournes and in Little Nicky with Adam Sandler. Little Nicky. Well, yeah, they show him, they portray him as like as already being old. You know, you didn't really, no one really paid attention to him when he was younger. He got like in the limelight, you know, and and everybody's picture of him is when he's older and he's already all fucked up. The yeah, son no, of a bitch used to party. Would you would you rather be okay? Would you rather be a rock star in like the eighties, like kind of around this time, or would you rather be a rapper now, like in terms of like lifestyle, in terms of fame, in terms of women? Like, what would you rather be, a rock star in the eighties, like or maybe early nineties, or a rapper? You know, rap, a rapper now. I'd say probably a rapper now is probably the closest thing I would say to somewhat of that lifestyle, because rock stars don't exist. Be, I would rather be a rock star in the eighties. Hundred times out of a hundred times before being Agreed. a rapper nowadays, the fucking yep. lifestyle that those guys lived. When you when Motley Crue or just not even just Motley Crue, when when any of those bands, Led Zeppelin, when those guys went out and played shows, there were a fucking sea of people that came out to listen to them p- play their music. And obviously, it's like that nowadays too with big musicians and stuff. But it was just a lot different back in the day. Yeah, you know, it seemed like. Music nowadays and music back in you know back in the 80s. I don't know. It just seems like obviously it's much different in terms of what's mainstream now, what's mainstream then. But when you were in a rock band in the fucking 80s, dude, you were you were the shit. You know, you were the fucking. No matter what, man, you guys were like the center of attention. If you were in a rocking band, even my dad used to say, oh, man, you played in a fucking local rocking band. Everybody was like, oh, dude, the fuck guy plays guitar. He plays drums. Thermal bitches in a band. That was like the thing to do, man. If yeah, you were in a band true. back in the 80s, you were the fucking shit. No, Did Bobby drink true. Rolling Rocks? Uh, he actually used to drink Rolling Rock, but uh, I think now he just drinks whiskey. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. You, watched, you watched the dirt and became that. No, I, I mean, to be yeah. to be contrarian, I probably would rather be a rapper now, and that's probably the millennial and, like, the the social media in me because I would just think about all the access I would have to Casey Smith's DMs, and that's Ooh. all I'm really caring about <laughs> um, because, Casey, I've sent a lot of DMs now. I'm sure you've seen them. Um, I'm still waiting on a response. Um, once I get a blue check mark, though, I hope you'll respond. Um, but I don't know. I think personally, maybe now, if if we're just saying, would I rather be in a band or be a rapper? Like, like especially now, I'd much rather be in a band now. But I'd rather be a famous rapper now than maybe a rock star in the '80s. But that's just that's just my opinion. And I think yeah, yeah. I'm thinking more of it from the the clout level. I think because I think a rock star now, yeah, like yeah. there isn't like rock stars now. You know, it's it's which is a shame because those ones in the '80s and, and then you know the '70s, '80s, '90s, they were they're fucking awesome. I mean, they party like crazy. They were you know constantly surrounded with. You know, women and, and the drugs and the you know the lifestyle. I think it was awesome then, but I don't know. Personally, me, I like I said, I'd rather be a rapper. Now, well, that but. that's the shame with our generation, man. It's like, you know, rock and roll is actually kind of dying. You yeah. know, kids that are our age, they don't really want to listen to rock and roll, classic rock, alternative. Really, they mainly just like pop, hip hop. I mean, country's kind of getting a a larger crowd of people that listen to that, but. Actual rock and roll, no one wants to fucking listen to that shit really anymore. You know, there's a small group of people, and it's starting to, you know, it's starting to become a smaller and smaller group as time goes on. But I thought that you, just the whole story was crazy. How 
Nikki Six started out is he he didn't really have a great childhood. Ended up being out on his own. Moved to L.A. Fucking living on the streets. Um, obviously developed a huge drug problem and ended up overdosing. And and if you haven't seen the documentary, he ended up dying. They brought him back to life, and uh, they tried to get sober for a little while, the band, and go on tour, and they actually released probably their, their best album, in my opinion, Dr. Feelgood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the f- I mean, just the, the portrayal of what partying was like in the 80s, that seems like it's uh, a hell of an era to be alive. No, I, I agree. Dude, I and- loved it. Oh, sorry, KJ. Didn't mean to step on your toes. <laughs> Oh, you're good, man. Uh, I loved it. I, to tie it together what Jay said about, like, a rapper nowadays and, like, uh, you know, an 80s rock star, I thought that the job MGK did playing Tommy Lee was awesome. Like, I thought oh, all yeah, those phenomenal. guys, phenomenal. They, they, per, they portrayed the guys so well. And I just thought at the end of the movie when they were showing clips of those guys back in the day and then showing what, like, them doing it in the movie, it was big time. Yep. Like they really tried to, they really tried to keep the story like into who the guys were, what their backgrounds were, and like I think it was, you know, like some of it's fabricated, obviously, but like I thought that just how tight knit it was as far as like showing the guys how they were was awesome, man. Like MGK did a great job. All those guys looked so much like uh, the Motley Crue guys did. It was sweet. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and there was there was one thing, and it was it was right in the beginning of the of the of the movie though, and it really stuck out to me because Nikki Six referred to them as a gang of fucking idiots, and if there's anything that I can consider this podcast, our our group in college of friends, the Four F Club, we're a gang of fucking idiots, and I thought that really resonated with me. I mean, it was, I mean, how perfect can that be? I mean, what more of a fucking a slogan for a band, and then obviously for us, like I wish that I wish that was movie would have came out when we were still in college because that would have been our group chat name it was fucking a gang of fucking idiots i, I thought it, i thought it was fucking perfect and to tie it in with college so I, I looked up when they went on their dr feelgood uh world tour when they had like 150 shows or whatever they paid he said at least like a billion shows a billion cities so they only went to two illinois stops okay one of them was in rockford guess what the other one was normal illinois normal. at fucking ah. redbird arena Oh, what? I mean, could wow. you imagine? Man. Could you? Um, uh, I don't know the exact date, but I did write that down. Could you imagine if we were there? There would have been like a, a band or like just any famous musician other than fucking Dan and Shay would have fucking came through to fucking ISU. I mean, look at me and Dusty went and saw King Louie and Chance the Rapper for free on the quad, but they weren't even really big yet. Like Chance the Rapper wasn't even the headliner. It's like, could you imagine yeah. Molly Crew coming through to fucking you know, or someone of that magnitude to fucking ISU? I mean, that'd be insane. Oh, that'd be incredible, man. Yeah, man, I thought that that whole documentary was just... I mean, here's the thing, too. KJ, you're not really into rock and roll or classic rock. You didn't even really know who Motley Crue was, but did you enjoy watching it? You know, being an outsider, kind of going into it with an open mind. It was actually pretty damn good, wouldn't you say? Dude, it was awesome, and I, like... I found myself more interested in the genre and like those guys watching it throughout. So yeah, I, it was that big time. Like, interesting story too about like you know all of them have been like in and out of legal trouble. So lead singer uh, Vince Neil ended up getting in a car wreck and killing one of his buddies who was also a big time member of another band. 
And then you have, you know, Tommy Lee's gone through the whole Pamela Anderson sex tape that they made. And then you have uh, Mick Mars, the guitar player, who's been battling health problems since he was, you know, a, a young kid. He's got, I forgot what they said he's got wrong with him, but his bones are like fucking yeah. dissolving or something. That guy just yeah. wanted to rock, and, man. That guy just wanted to rock. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you, and then you got uh, Nikki Six, you know, who's kind of like the mastermind behind a lot of their stuff. He's he's the one that kind of wrote all the lyrics and <laughs> brought the band together. Big drug problem, and that's another thing too that kind of sucks. And we're starting to see it too in a lot of, uh, you know, modern day musicians. Is it's unfortunate that you know drugs play such a huge part of that lifestyle. And you just most recently you see like Juice World. Um, OD'd and and I mean it just happens over and over and over and over again and that that sort of lifestyle and uh, you know you kind of when you when you watch a music documentary you almost expect that to be a part of it nowadays right. it kind of sucks but um, if you're if you're interested in in music at all or you know maybe you're you're not interested in classic rock or or you don't even know who the hell Motley Crue is watch that documentary on Netflix. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly actually plays Tommy Lee in the movie, so that'll give you a little bit of uh, a reason maybe to watch it if if you don't know anything about the band. But you guys have any other last things to add to it? Yeah, I, I have I have two more points. Um, I'll, I'll I'll finish my last one I think with my best point. Uh, my first one was they said they were in a band to get laid. That's kind of why I joined this podcast. Um, a, du- a dude. A dude. <laughs> A dude with a podcast in, the, in 2020 or like in the 21st century, it's basically the same thing as being a fucking rock star. I mean, there's really no fucking difference. Um, and then my last one was that this movie was just literally School of Rock, but the other side of, of rock and roll. Like, if you really think about it, it literally was just School of Rock, which is the other side with like the drugs, the, the, the sex, the women, you know, the fucking party and the, the, the lick and piss. It was literally just, it was School of Rock. With the dirty side, that that they should just call. They should hey, call it. They should call it dirty school of rock. Yeah, pretty much the uh, the dirt. It, it was a documentary based on the the school of rock band No Vacancies Life. Yeah, oh, they yeah. lived their life. Yeah, Spice No Vacancy. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got on your list? That was it. Those are my only two. Okay. Uh, we do want to transition into some NFL draft recap. Obviously, uh, we're recording this on Saturday, so the draft had just ended today. I didn't really focus too much on fifth, sixth, and seventh round. I did get alerts for Bears picks, but right off the bat, let's discuss what were your biggest surprises in the first round. And who won, and who who were winners, and who were losers in the first round? I'll, I'll go. I'll go quick because I only wrote down two things. Um, I love college football. But I'm not gonna like I know all these players because I fucking don't. Um, n- number my only two. My only two was obviously the Jordan Love to the Packers. I'll get to that in a second. And then the other one was that Andrew Thomas at number four. I thought that was was crazy. Um, I think there was three better offensive linemen that could have been drafted. Um, I even bet, to put my money where my mouth is, I even bet the draft position for Andrew Thomas over 10.5. I thought for sure he was going to go, you know, maybe 13, 14, 15, somewhere that. There was way better offensive linemen than him. And then the Jordan Love thing, 
I don't I don't care that the Packers drafted him. What makes me angry is that this is my fucking luck that I love a player so goddamn much. And Connor, you know this. I bet on Utah State almost every fucking week this year. I can and, I can vouch for that. And he's one of my favorite players. And of course, he goes to the fucking Packers. He's gonna fucking mortify me for the next twenty fucking years. I'm so glad that I'm now a Chiefs fan. I say that loosely. But I'm so glad that I'm a Chiefs fan because Jordan Love is going to haunt my dreams from, like, let's say 2023 till 2040. And then it's going to be some other asshole from fucking Montana that's going to fucking dominate. And I'm just going to fucking off myself, and then that's the way it's going to go. That's all I'd say about the NFL draft. That's all my two, my, all my two uh, notes. What do you got, Kyle? Go ahead. Yeah, I got a bunch of bullet points. I'll try to keep it quick. Um, so to start off the bat, I think Jalen Hurts uh, is a perfect, not a perfect fit, but he cashed my uh, my first second round uh, bet from last week. I think he's a perfect comparison is Taysom Hill to use on the Eagles. I saw that on Twitter, and I just thought that was like a, a fantastic comparison. Uh, my second thing I wrote down was the fucking Trent Williams trade. From the Redskins to the 49ers, God, that that one that one kind of irks me because man, I know the Rams could have traded that, the Bears could have traded that, the Colts could have done that. Like all of our teams, that was an easy like man. How come nobody else, dude? I would have offered a second and a fourth round pick for him, let alone a three and a five. So yeah, yeah, but I, I think that the was money just... was the issue for the Bears and the well, Rams. Well, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I, I just think the value of those picks. Uh, like you give that up all day for a stud left. I mean, he's yeah. arguably a top three left tackle. Yeah, he's, he's an all, he's he's an, he's an, he's an all pro for sure. Yeah, oh, so yeah. that was that stood out to me. Um, the Packers, unbelievable. Um, they, fucking Lafleur came out and said yesterday he wants to tie everything to the run. Like, what are you fucking doing? That makes no fucking sense. This was the deepest wide receiver draft in a very long time in the foreseeable future, they didn't even draft a wide receiver. They haven't even drafted a wide receiver in all of Rodgers' 15 years in the first round. Yep. Like, it's just absolutely pathetic. I, I understand. Like, nobody is perfect when they draft. I get that. It is super hard to fucking do. But if you don't know your identity when you draft, you're already behind the fucking eight ball on what you're doing. So, to me, that was just a complete fucking joke. It's completely mismanaged. And fuck the Packers. So I guess it's kind of a good thing. Uh, my other thing was the Bears and Broncos are like in a fucking exact scenario. I know you were texting me earlier, KJ, about the Broncos. I think it's great what they did, but if your quarterback still sucks, it doesn't really do you any good is the problem. So my last thing, I'll make this quick. My last thing, I have three draft winners, though. So my first is Drew Locke. I don't think he's very good, but he's still a winner because they drafted like four position players for him. So he's he's definitely a winner. Uh, my second winner is not the Packers because what they did was absolutely a fucking joke. And my third draft winner was Dave Portnoy because now he's bidding on the charity auction on the NFL website to sit and watch Monday Night Football with Roger Goodell. And he's already bid like fucking twenty two thousand. I saw earlier today, and he said I'll see. He said I'll see you in thirty days when the bidding's about to close. You already know that will be the greatest content of all time. If he wins that fucking auction, 
and gets to watch Monday Night Football with Goodell in his man cave. So that that was like my other biggest takeaway. What what do you guys got? JJ, what do you what do you think? Yeah, uh, I'm biggest loser. I for sure thought the Packers. I'm with Connor 100 percent on that. I, I think that Rodgers has been absolutely gypped throughout his career with the fact that. Again, this was the best wide receiver draft in a long, long time. You don't put a weapon around him. I mean, that was that was their issue. It's sad. It's sad. You make the NFC Championship game, and you got to add that piece to your team, and you don't even draft one, let alone in the first round with all the ones that were, that were available. So I thought they were the biggest loser, um, the biggest winner in the first round, because that's kind of what you asked, Dusty. I, I love the Jerry Judy pick. I don't know how he fell that low. Um, Jay kind of mentioned he had a down year this year, but watching him on film, like his route running is so damn good. Oh, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. He's by far the best he, route runner in the class. Oh, he, he's elite, man. And, and I, I thought, like, the way he moves, too, is very underappreciated, too. Like, he's got that quick t- that quick twitch about him. Um, my biggest winners, like, overall for teams, I thought Baltimore had a great draft, adding pieces. I mean, defensively, I really, really like Patrick Queen. I thought he was good. J.K. Dobbins was a great pick. Um, Minnesota's pick of Justin Jefferson I love just because oh, yeah. they lost Diggs, and he is a great Vikings had a great draft. Yeah, so did the Lions, though, too. The Lions had a good one. Yeah, I thought yeah. Minnesota, like, in the middle of the late rounds, they drafted really, really good football players defensively, like guys that are just good players and, like, showed that on the field. And I, I can always appreciate that. Um, Pat, I thought Indy had a great draft, man. I thought the Pittman pick was really good. Jonathan yep. Taylor, I mean, I, I don't like early round running backs, but I thought, you know, in your guys' system, he's going to do really well and they put some pieces around Rivers. The biggest, biggest loser of the draft to me was Roger Goodell. This dude makes $43 million a year. And he can't even stand up for all the picks. Are you kidding me? $43 million. You're asking to stand up for all the picks, dude. That is unbelievable to me. Like, fire him right away. I hear you. That's funny. Matt, Matt, what'd you think? Um, Yeah. To touch on what KJ was saying about the Colts, um, I knew they needed a wide receiver. I was hoping we'd get um, Jefferson or Higgins from um, Clemson, um, but I'll, I'll well, I'd never really heard of the Pittman guy, so I'll, I'll be interested. Interested? Inter- I can't talk. Interested to see how he how he is. Um, Taylor, I was very surprised at running back. I mean, we have Marlon Mack and Hines, so I'll. I don't know how it's going to work out. But yeah, try to figure that out in fantasy next year. Right, yeah. I mean, you can't trust the two as it is. So, you know, he had another one. But we have an awesome line. I think he can really do some damage if behind oh, Quentin yeah. Nelson and, and everybody else. So, um, And then the other one that kind of shocked me later today was uh, the Eason guy from – was he from Washington? Washington, yeah. yeah. I, I – I mean, I can kind of see it like, yeah, we do need a quarterback still, like, in the long run. Um, I don't know if, if, if it's their long-term plan or what, but um, I, I just didn't really expect it, and I don't know what you guys thought about that one. I, I still I still think that, personally, they're probably going to trade Brissett. I think that was kind of the writing in the wall with that pick. And I still think Andrew Luck is going to is gonna come back within a year or two. I think that's fully going to happen. We'll see what happens with, with uh, Phillip Rivers. But 
I don't know. I mean, it's just I feel like where they drafted him, it kind of it, it makes so much sense to do it because it's like the guy was he had a second round grade on him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, get him in the fourth round. I mean, the worst thing that could happen is he he sits under Philip Philip Rivers. I'm called Philip Rogers. Sit up on Philip Rivers for a year or two, and right. I mean, the guy's got a cannon arm. That's one thing that always translates well to the NFL. It's always a good arm. That's one thing that always will be fine. Was they'll take a flyer on a guy that has a great arm because everything else it's hopefully teachable. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still think Angel has to come back eventually. Man, that would be nice. Um, and also, <laughs> I didn't see. What are the Patriots doing? Are they gonna get a quarterback? Are they, you know, maybe Connor down there, Jameis, or what? I think I, I honestly, I started thinking about this earlier. I honestly think they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. I really do. Make, ooh. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, I think their defense, defense is still good. Their defense, their defense is still good, good enough to to win them it's, enough games in a division that's not that great. Yeah, they, they have a good win that. They have a good secondary though, and, and that's really it. Their their pieces are kind of falling off. They have no talent on offense. They they absolutely don't have a quarterback. I, I understand you want to try out is it Jarrett Stidham or Jared Stidham, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I get you want to try him out, but that's not a quarterback. Like you don't have any clue how good he is. So I, I, I don't know. I could see it being a fucking down year for the Patriots. I really can. Yeah. Dude, I don't Matt, know. what'd you think like- of the draft? See, the, the biggest question I have, uh, you know, I was at work the other day, and uh, I was talking about the draft with one of my coworkers, and uh, I was saying how I thought Jalen Johnson was going to pick up. <laughs> but he was, he was telling me, because, you know, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts was still available at the time, and he was telling me that Jalen Hurts was the way better pickup. But he brought up a good point. He, he, he said about Nick Foles, he was like, is he just like a bridge quarterback to kind of like, get us through a year or two or like what what is he what is his role on the team but i i think i think defense wins games in, in every sport but i mean i i think i don't know i mean i think jalen johnson was the better pickup over jalen hurts to be honest but my question oh, yeah. to you guys is my question to you guys is would you have picked Jalen Hurts over Jalen Johnson? No. Re- realistically, that wasn't a need. I, yeah, realistically, what I would have done is I would have drafted either Winfield or Delpit. My opinion, I would have drafted Delpit at forty-three. I feel like that's who. That's, that's who I feel like the pick should have been at forty-three was between Winfield and Delpit. I wouldn't have been mad either way if they made, picked one of those two. I'm choosing Delpit. That's because I have, I have a I have a hard on for all LSU DBs. There are some of the, you know, them and OSU, Ohio State are the two of the best schools, Alabama included, and those, you know, those three schools. You get DB from there, you're probably going to be one of the better players no matter what round they're drafted in. And then 50, I would have tried getting Cole Komet. He probably would have been there. Obviously, that's who knows. Um, but 43, I would have loved Winfield or Delpit. I mean, Delpit coming into the year was a top five pick. I mean, he just had a yep. bad year. He had a bad ankle. He, he, he played, in my opinion, he probably played a little more lax than you would have liked because the fucking offense is scoring 60 points a game. He knows he's going to be a top pick. Granted, it hurt him in the long run. That guy's a fucking stud. I mean, that guy, he's yes, legit. He is. Um, he's he's going to be, people are look back like, how the fuck did he fall, you know, 45 picks, you know, in come a year or two. He's, he's, he's a stud. I mean, he can play everywhere on the field. Um, 
But yeah, at 50, I mean, I would have loved Jalen Hurts. Um, I mean, everyone in this in this podcast knows I'm a huge fan of him. I I, I think he's going to be great. Um, we'll see what happens in Philly because it's such it's such a weird thing to draft. I didn't think he'd get drafted there at all. Um, it just doesn't make it makes sense in the terms of Carson. That's why I said hurt. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. They're going to use him. We don't know. Yeah, they're going to use him like Taysom Hill, though. I think it's perfect yeah. if you if yeah, you look I mean, at it that way. Yeah, I mean, just we'll see. I I think I think personally, Eason probably got the best luck because he went to the Colts. But I mean, I think overall, yeah. if you if you just said Carson Wentz is out for the his career tomorrow, I think Jalen Hurts has the better career out of every quarterback drafted, and that's even going including Joe, Joe Burrow who went number one. I just think it's yeah, it's it's a, it's a good situation. Yeah, that's all it is. Quarterback, it's a quarterback is a hundred percent on on what team you get drafted to. It does not matter. Yep. You're, you know, you're, there's very, very, very few that will change the whole organization. And there's there wasn't one of those in this draft. But for the most part, quarterback, it goes by where you go. Like look at Lamar Jackson. If he goes, you know, who was number one that year? You know, the Browns, I think, or whoever it was. Do you think he's the same? Yeah, player you don't. There? You don't even. No, you, you don't even start to remember. All you remember yeah. is Lamar. Yeah. That's what's scary. I will yeah. say no, this. I, I, my. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll ask after. No, I was just going to say, my thoughts on the draft, you know, I thought pretty much first round, everyone had kind of the same losers. I guess if you're a Bears fan, you can't be mad that, you know, the Packers didn't improve um, next season. We don't know how Jordan Love's going to turn out. I think Jordan Love is, uh, he has the potential to be a good quarterback. He has a lot of Patrick Mahomes-like traits. But the good news is that the Packers are in win mo- or win now mode, and they didn't improve for this upcoming season. Uh, so obviously they were losers in the draft. One one team that I you know not necessarily just on the draft. I thought they drafted well, um, especially with their first round pick. But they just had a good off season by fleecing teams. Is the Arizona Cardinals? I know a lot of people yes, aren't talking about them right now, but going out and getting DeAndre Hopkins, and then you get Isaiah Simmons. Uh, Pretty much a hybrid player uh, from Clemson Tigers. He's he's an unbelievable player. He can pretty much do anything. He can play safety. He can play linebacker. I mean, he's all over the field. I thought that was a phenomenal pick. But real quick, in terms of the Bears' first two picks, I understand why they did it. Their two biggest needs were, one, they didn't have a, a starting corner opposite of <laughs> Kyle Fuller. So they definitely needed to get one out of the draft because they can't go and get one in free agency. They just don't have the money to do it. And then their second biggest need was the fact that they didn't get any production from the tight end position. So you you end up being in a position where you get a guy that is the number one rated tight end in the draft. I mean, he's he's physically a monster. You watch his highlight tape. Uh, you know, he's not a guy that goes down on, on initial contact. He can block. He can catch. He's got good hands. It was a good pick, in my opinion, hometown guy. And then you go out and get Jalen Johnson. Those, that second round that the Bears had, I thought was was good for what it was. Uh, yeah, I got a quick comment on the tight end pick. Uh, just it just bugs me because I said this earlier too. It's like it's like putting shiny rims on a truck that's leaking oil. It's not going to fix it. That's and so I think the Bears balls. are leaking. I, I I think the Bears are leaking oil because their quarterback situation is is not very rock solid. Their offensive line is not very good as far as at least they weren't last year. I mean I know shit can change, but so I don't know. I just don't think like obviously yeah we need a tight end. We need tight end production. So I get why they did it. Like you're totally right there, Dusty. But fuck, I just don't love it because 
it just doesn't fix the core issues that we have. That's my yeah, opinion. but listen, look at the issues that they had. They obviously they need offensive line help. They need a safety. They needed a corner. Mm-hmm. They needed a tight end. They had all these mm-hmm. needs with limited picks. For for them to go out and address the biggest thing is the fact that their offense is terrible. They didn't get any production from the tight end position, and in the West Coast offense, they utilize the tight end a lot. If you look at how Kansas City uses Kelsey, the tight end makes a huge difference. They go out and get someone that's going to address their offensive issue and hopefully give them some ability to you know, advance the ball and, and be more yeah. productive on offense. And then their biggest need on defense is is a starting corner. Obviously, oh, I was fine safety. with the corner. Yeah, obviously you you want a good safety, but when you already got an All Pro back there, a good a good guy that it's, it's he's a ball hawk, you can pretty much get by with someone that's not necessarily a Grant Dilpit or you know a high highly sought after draft pick. Okay, but my issue with that is, sure, the tight end was a need, but then why did we sign Jimmy Graham? Why did we overpay him? Because Ryan Pace Two is tight a fucking split. idiot. <laughs> there's my there's the core of my issue jay is yeah. I, uh, I i as every- soon as the bears drafted i immediately second guess them in my gut my gut is second guess them guess what when i start doing that it's time for you to get the fuck out of town that's all i'm saying like so- cody hobart we talked about this earlier listen we were talking about this earlier so the chiefs took the running back from lsu at the end of the first round they do not necessarily need a running back and then all of a sudden cody's like wow yeah that like i get why they did it like but I Brett Beach him. knows what the fuck he's doing, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can talk. You can you can talk yourself into what these good teams do. The Bears, I can't talk myself into what they're doing, and that's not a good situation. It's time for Pace to go. That's my opinion. And I and I agree. It's it's welcome to being a White Sox fan, Connor. I'm glad you're aboard now because it makes it, that's literally how I feel with fucking everything the White Sox do. It's. No matter, they could sign tomorrow. Mike Trout could somehow get out of his contract, and the Sox could sign him. And I would still find some way to say this yeah. motherfucker is gonna suck. It's just <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I, that's how I feel. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's the way it's gonna be. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. I think Ryan Pace he hits well on like the four to like fifth round picks. But the reason that the the Bears haven't even came close to Super Bowl than the miss, the, you know, the Cody Parkey kick for the round of the world is because yeah, his first round picks do not hit. I mean, we 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 can have a whole episode on just those alone, but well, everything yeah. else, it's so questionable. But I don't I don't mind the the pick with Cole Komet at forty at forty three. Everyone knows I love Notre Dame. I think it's a I think it's great player who we got. I just wish yeah, he would have been the I wish he would have been the fiftieth pick rather than the forty third because. Yeah, I think we had bigger I, I, needs there. The the problem is is it's it's everybody has good picks and bad picks. That's not what I'm questioning because Pace has hit good ones. He's had absolutely fucking terrible ones. But so is Bill Belichick. You right. know, all these dudes have had bad picks. It's just a process about how you do it that the Bears are absolutely fucking terrible at. And and that process just you can't re- you can get lucky a couple years and do a fly by night thing and the old lightning in the bottle theory. And that's great. But you can't continually like push yourself in a hole year after year because eventually it catches up with you, and it's just not the way to do things. And that's what bugs me. Here's a question I got for you guys. What's your dark horse team going into this next season that you think this offseason they got sneaky good, they're going to be 
you know, serious contend, not not necessarily contenders, maybe for a Super Bowl, but let's say they were a team that no one really paid attention to, but you think has has a real good chance of of being a playoff team this year. Um, like I said, I thought mine was going to be Cardinals. Obviously, that's a good know, one with with the additions they made and and having um, you know adding adding at the receiving core there by g- grabbing uh dude from Houston. What's his name again? DeAndre Hopkins. 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 DeAndre Hopkins. They go out and get Hopkins, and then, uh, you know, they had a pretty good draft. I can see the Cardinals, man. I mean, it's a tough division with with the Niners and the uh, the Rams and and the Seattle Seahawks, but I can see them being competitive, man. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, Dusty. I think Arizona really, really improved. Um, That division's just going to be so tough, so, like, a playoff bid this year, like I think, would be hard to come by. But I, I think they got a lot better. Um, my dark horse team that didn't make the playoffs last year, and I, I just think Indy is going to be really, really good. Like, and, yeah. and not just because of the draft, but the fact that they add Buckner, like, and Xavier Rhodes, they are going to defensively be loaded. And I think Philip Rivers just adds that dynamic. I know he's not a proven winner, but. He has an opportunity where pieces they have around him. Colts plus one forty to win the division. <laughs> I might follow you on that one this year. I, I would I would say my dark horse is obviously you could pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because for obvious reasons. But if I if I were to pick yeah, one team yeah. if I were to pick one yeah. team, it's gonna be the Miami Dolphins. I think that division is fucking mm-hmm. wide open. I don't Connor, I don't yep. know what their odds are, but I think it's over it's so, six six wins six wins. I'm I'm slamming the over yeah. on that. Um, yeah, I agree. I just and this is regard what Tua plays or not. I think Fitzpatrick can easily get them to more over six wins. I truly think they can win division. It might be a division where you win nine games, and that's the division yep. winner. Um, I think they drafted well. I think even the I mean they spent didn't they spend the most month most most money in the off season too. I think they they got yeah, they, they got Byron Jones and what's Xavier Rhodes. Yep. They got you know two of the better corners in the league. I yeah. think it's one. Of, I think that they're probably, in my opinion, other than the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals are great too. But I think the Dolphins. If we're going with the AFC, off a team that make the playoffs <laughs> last year, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with them. I, my money will be on them once I can bet futures on Bovada. Bovada, let me fucking bet futures now. My dark horse team. It's whoever fucking picks up this guy right here. That's that's my dark horse team. Nobody. Whoever takes whoever picks up famous Jameis, they're making a run. Calling it now. Yeah. At this pace, it might be Rock Falls Rockets. Hey, we'll, hey, we'll take him. This. We'll one, we'll take him. One graphic that we didn't really mention that I thought was just true to to John Gruden's fucking the way he likes to, to pick players, Henry Ruggs, first receiver off the board. Everybody yeah, wants that. Everybody wants that Tyreek Hill. Who called that, that shit? New Tyreek Hill guy. Yeah. Yeah, Jay hit that. But four to, four to one. I, I just. I, I didn't like it. I don't like it either. I love the uh-huh. player, but I don't trust the fucking Raiders to utilize him correctly. That's what I was trying to tell you, Jay. I love Ruggs. I just don't trust the Raiders. Raiders are a good football team. Dude, the team I like that didn't make the playoffs last year that I think will is going to be the Cowboys. Oh, they're yeah. They have, they have so many weapons yeah, they're, on offense. They're now. loaded. They have the potential, man. They have the potential. 
I mean, I think they're loaded, but they. I mean, now they got McCarthy too. Oh, I think they'll put them over the top. Their offense is good. Yeah, yeah. But my my Sorry. I, I love the CD Lamb pick. I 100% understand why they drafted him. I have no complaints. My only thing, though, is that they they're them and the Saints are putting out junior college linebackers other than Jalen Smith and the Cowboys. Why not yeah. go for Kenneth Kenneth Murray or Patrick Queen if you're the Cowboys? I Like I said, I completely understand the CD Lamb pick. I 100% understand why they did because every team now runs three and four wide receiver sets. I completely get that. But... I just I don't it just it's so, it's like it's like that one year when the Cowboys could have had a bunch of different players but they drafted an offense offense line offense line offense line offensive line it's just one of those things where I feel like you just can't teach those things their defense is so fucking bad like why not go for one of those players yeah I think, I think the Cowboys fine. are a perfect perfect candidate to take the over every game just take yeah. the over on the Cowboys games I I, I gotta. I just got to throw this out there. I respected the CD Lamb pick just because of the fact that he snatched his phone that quick. Yeah, girl, yeah. that was impressive. Fuck that bitch. That's funny. He must have been you on that dunk machine a lot. Catch on. No, that's it. I'm good. Yeah, let, let's go on. In Ballard, I yeah. trust. Yeah, so we'll wait to see how uh, the offseason shakes out. And obviously with sports kind of being in a standstill, there's not really much to talk about. We'll, we'll keep you posted on anything that's happening in, in baseball. Obviously, you know, basketball and hockey probably aren't going to come back. We'll see what happens with baseball. But right now we're just kind of in a little bit of a, a dead zone here. But Let's move to I got five on it section. So this year or this week we have a pretty interesting topic here. What do you guys think of adult birthday parties? Like being an adult and having a birthday party. What do you think, Jay? All right, I'm gonna come around and say it. I don't have five on it. Not even close to having five on it. As I get older. I realize how much I fucking hate being around people. I can't stand being around people. Thank God we do this podcast over Skype because I want to fight you motherfuckers every fucking week. I'm just kidding. But no, I just like, it's just, it's a whole thing. Like I hate being around all those people. I, it's just like that everyone fucking leaves early because we're all old now. Even though we're only fucking 26. Matt, you're 20. Fuck off. You know that you have a you know you have a job like who the fuck has a job like really, and then you know or you have kids, <laughs> yeah Connor we know who told us fifty times, you know or you have kids, um, or you have a crazy ass partner that doesn't want you to have any fucking fun, and listen here future wife I know you're listening, do not stop planning our my fortieth birthday right now I do not want a fucking surprise party. I do not want it. Fucking stop it. I don't want the planning. Go fuck yourself. Because all it comes to is all it is now is cock measuring. It's all to see now who we're doing well. All It's basically a fucking, it's a high school reunion in some sense. And you're going to have some dickhead making foil, pack, foil packets on the grill. I don't want that. I don't need it. I don't want the fucking custom Snapchat filter. I don't want the fucking Facebook group. <laughs> I don't want the Facebook group. I don't want the fucking hashtag. Everything is for the gram. And if you go to the club or a bar, you're going to listen to some fucking shitty-ass DJ play shitty-ass music for six hours. That's my rant. Someone else take it. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. I mean, here's the thing. I have five on it if it's somebody else's party. I don't like having all the attention on me. Although I will say some of the fucking best parties I've been to recently, Shelby threw me a good birthday party. That was fun. Although I was fucking probably, what, sleeping by like 10 o'clock. It was full throttle by 10 o'clock. And then just a lot of the parties that we threw at my dad's place and, and even the one we threw at Randy's place when he had his, his DJ system and everything. Had probably a hundred hundred people there, uh, you know. So I like parties like that, but at the at the end of the day, I don't like the attention on me. I, I want to go to a party like that, but I want somebody else to be the one who's uh, who the party is for, because I just kind of want to be a spectator in the corner. But I guess I do have five on, and I like them. I just don't want them to be on behalf of me. What do you think, Con? Uh, yeah, so I, I think the last cool birthday party is at 21. <laughs> um, so from 22 to about 39, I don't think you should even fucking acknowledge that it's your birthday. I think that's the most overrated shit. I understand maybe 40, because I think our perspective will change when we're 40. It'd be a good thing to get together. Um, so I think 40 and 50 are acceptable. I think anything after that, who gives a fuck to? So I think from 22 to 39, don't even fucking acknowledge. I even told Code, I'm like, no more posting pictures of me on my fucking birthday on Facebook. That shit's for the birds. So yeah, I definitely don't got five on. Roll it. birds. Connor works Roll at 12 birds. on his birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make it a 14. Make it a 14 lately. KJ, what do you think? I got five on it, but I'm in the same boat as you, Dusty. Like, I don't want it to be my party, but, like, some of my best memories, 100%, are the parties that we've thrown for you guys, different birthday parties we've, like, and and I'm definitely a big fan of, of surprise parties. Again, not for myself, but, like, I like being a part of those because I feel like I'm on the opposite end of Jay here. Like, I enjoy being around people, and I think that that's, like, the opportunity. That's... That's the opportunity where we, like, especially us, too, our group, like, we can get together, we can catch up in yeah. person, and we can make more memories, man. Because, like, when the boys get together, more memories are made. That's what I'm saying. So, I, yeah. I got five on it. What do you think, Pat? Oh, yeah. I got five on it. Oh, I love that. That's a good part. You're, all, you're always doing some jovial. Yeah, you're always doing some jovial. 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 That's the reason, you know, my my family, my aunts and, and stuff, and they just love to have parties. I mean, it's it's the only time my family can get together. Um, you know, we go to we go to cool cities like Nashville or, you know, Milwaukee or something like that. Yeah. We, we're always doing something different. We came to South Carolina one year and just, you know, we're here for a whole week. Had a birthday party for my uncle, actually Uncle Rick, Roll Birds. Roll Birds. <laughs> um so yeah i i always have a blast you know i you know i maybe not surprise parties but especially the big parties too like 40s 50s i don't know about 60s but those are always good you know parties and celebrate drink some beers and so yeah i, I got five on it i i can't attest to <laughs> your family being fun for parties because i was a part of the nashville one and that was a good time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, was a good time. that was a damn good time. Matt, you're a lot younger than us, so 
you're yeah. still you're still within that age range where fuck dude you party you but celebrate you, about but everything you, but you, you look know? but you look older than all of us yeah do you even have hair on yeah. your balls yet <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, you got peach fuzz. dude i'm sorry i can't get over his laugh sounds just like your fucking dad it's the best thing <laughs> these nuts no i i can agree with the that um it's all about getting the boys together, man. It's not about fucking, you know, whose party it really is. It's, it's about the bonding time and fucking just getting blasted together and spreading numbers <laughs> down. Like, yeah, it's like a, what kind of choice of words was that? By the way, we had to record this podcast at 8.30 instead of 8 because Jay's brother said that he had to hit chest and then study for the podcast before he came on. And he said, and he said eight words. Push the pack 30 minutes. Hey, man, I just got a new bench, you know. I, I that, thing's rag, that thing's pretty raggedy, man. It's pretty scary. Did, oh did, you, buy, did you buy the bench from Running Mike? <laughs> hey, all you need to do is bench. Bench and eat red meat. That's the only fucking thing you hey, need, brother. Build a chest, fuck the rest. You know, yes. that's, that's, that's just how it goes. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to this week's Spotify playlist additions. I'll go first. Uh, my song for the week is Kings of Summer by AOK. And our DJ, I think, is is refilling his beverage here, so we're gonna have to bear with him for a minute while he while he gets one while he gets one tuned up. Man, before the podcast, I've been fucking hammering these things Dusty, down, dude. I'm in- Dusty, do the do the five snacks right now. You want to do five snacks? Yeah, go ahead, do that before we do the song. All right, so here's this thing that I always ask people. I go to the gas station a lot, and I fucking just run in there and just grab random shit. And I'm always curious to ask people, if you're going into the gas station and you got to pick five things, what are you coming out of the gas station with? If you got five things, what are you what are you leaving with? Go ahead, Con. Oh, yeah. So mine are really simple. Uh, so my number one is Sour Patch Kids. My number two is Sour Patch Kids, the watermelons. Those are, like, my absolute favorite. Uh, the trolley gummy worms. I know a lot of you guys are gonna pick those as well, but th- those are one of my absolute favorites. Uh, my go-to drink at a gas station is Snapple. It doesn't matter if it's the lemonade or the Snapple apple. Doesn't matter. Rack it up. And then my fifth thing is you gotta go up to the counter and get it and get a ten-dollar uh, crossword scratch-off ticket. That's an absolute. <laughs> that's an absolute must at Rock Falls gas station. So never <laughs> guaranteed winner. Never mind. Never my five. <laughs> Buy that some more snacks. Five. That's With right. Your luck. So. It's, a, it's a guaranteed winner. What do you What do you got, Pat? <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I I wasn't sure if we were doing drinks or whatnot, but it also depends on the time of day. So I did one morning snack that I always get is those little chocolate donuts. <laughs> I always grab those, man. Um. Chocolate and then I always get some peanuts or almonds or some shit, those flavored peanuts. You know, you can get the hot ones or some shit like that. I always got to have peanuts. I like something salty. Uh, sunflowers. <laughs> sunflower <laughs> seeds, too. The cracked pepper or ranch. Um, can't go wrong with those. Um, and then I always grab a, the spicy Doritos. 
Um, those are probably Ooh. my favorite ones right there. Spicy nacho? Uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, you ever have good. No, not yet. <laughs> oh, I'll have to try those. Dude, I'm telling you, Matt is the master of fucking snacks and lunch. <laughs> yeah, we That's need his middle name. Make him, make him go last, because I know he's going to top all our <laughs> Oh, dude. Make him go last. Matt, dude, you're narrowing down his top five. He's got a CVS <laughs> list. He's not even He's not even going to make it to the end of the podcast. He's got to run down the street real quick. Right. Dude, fun fact fun. about KJ. He's going to go next with his top five snacks, but a fun fact about him is he orders food hot, but he waits for it to get cold before he starts eating it. <laughs> but before I say my snacks, before I say my snacks, my proposal for this podcast is a new, is a new segment called Matt's Meal of the Week. That's we got to add that to the rest of the <laughs> All right, my last uh, one that – hold on, KJ, that, that – I always get to is the the pretzel cheese combos. Oh, motherfucker stole my shit. Did I? My bad. My bad. I should have let that one go. But all right, Keith, you're up, bud. Um, uh, I got uh, Mike and Ike's. Big fan of those and hot tamales. Love them. Uh, Arnold Palmer. I don't know my two boys, but well, Arnold Palmer uh, always bright, always brightens my day. So I'm I'm usually walking out of the gas station with one. I just get the half and half. Yeah. Half, right. half and half Arnold Palmer. Um, I'm with Pat with the mini chocolate donuts and uh, yep. sunflower seeds, boys. Got to go with sunflower seeds. Those are weak. Yeah, yeah. weak. You know, I, I, before I have to get into this, I I was listening to, even though I was away. Connor, the scratch-off ticket, I, I knew that was fucking coming somehow. I don't know how the fuck I knew it, but I knew it was. I knew it was fucking coming. Son um, of a bitch would rather get a lottery that's, ticket yeah, than eat. That's probably that's probably the steal. That's probably the steal of the top hey, five. At least I keep it real. All right. Yeah. No. I I knew it was coming somehow, and you do not disappoint. So I respect that. You know. And then after okay. listening, I realized that we all have had we all have probably the exact same taste. Um. So I'm gonna rattle off mine. Number one. Always be number, my number one choice. The trolley sour gummy worms. Maybe even the octopus if I'm feeling fucking frisky. Um, <laughs> but the, I, I noticed about the octopus, they only give they give like half the fucking amount. They'll give it the worm, worms. They'll give like four octopus. The worms. Yeah. Give like well, eight. no, it's, it's, it's that's true. That's true. It's about how they can wedge them in there. Yeah. The worms mm-hmm. you can fucking pack you all in that there. Shit, yeah. They give you so but many worms. It's about side, the weight. It's the sidebar. Weight what's your favorite? Color combination of gummy worms. Go. Ooh. Mine's red, blue, blue, and red. red. Yeah, red. Yeah. Yeah. Blue and blue. Blue, red. Yeah, yeah. All day. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, number no two, the ranch or the hot sunflower seeds. I even have a permanent retainer, and I don't give a fuck that they get stuck in there because Hell you no. cannot go wrong with with those two flavors. It's it's especially like I kind of looked at this more about I was going on a road trip, and there's nothing better than fucking chewing yeah. seeds on a road trip. It's one of the greatest keeps me awake time. too. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> um, number three, flaming hot Fritos. If I'm not driving, if I'm the passenger, I'm in the back seat. I'll stink up that whole fucking car with them flaming hot Fritos. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. Fire, fire. That's all you know. And uh, uh, agree with everyone else. The chalk, the, the frosted chocolate mini donuts. You yeah, can't sir. go wrong with those ever. I mean, if you get the powdered. Looks like you just did a fucking line with Motley Crew and the dirt, or you fucking you know you get this shit everywhere. 
But the, 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 the frosted mini donuts, you cannot go wrong. Uh, number five, <coughs> excuse me, um, is the sweet and salty Cheez-It mix. It's got the Cheez-Its, it's got the M&Ms, it's got the caramel corn, it's got the little 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 pretzel logs. It's 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 perfect. And then I know I didn't mention a drink, so I'm I'm gonna be the honorable mention guy. I think from going on from here on forth, right here, baby. One liter of Life Water. That's all you need. It hits everything. You won't be dehydrated afterwards. You, your tongue won't be dry, tasting like a cactus. If you're driving through the desert, you'll be fucking fine. <laughs> That's my top five. Dusty, what's yours? I'll tell you, man. When I thought of this, it's because of going on early bass excursions with with Nick and Russ Williams every morning. Five in the morning, you get up and go on a bass excursion. You stop at the gas station. You stop at the gas station and you get some shit so you can eat while you're out on the boat all day. Here's my top five. Every time I go to the gas station, this is what I get. I get a Slim Jim, the big boy. If I can get the comp or the, if I can get the thick boy, the big thick boy, I get the thick boy every time. Slim Jim, because I need some protein. I get the cheese with pretzel combos, because that's a filler. I get the sour worms, but I don't get the trolley because that's bougie. I get the gas station brand, Family Express. <laughs> yes. That's your cheap ass coming out. I oh, love yeah. It. Never I love it. brand. I'm saving at least 20 cents. I get a bag of Funyuns, and my, my fifth one's always a hit or miss. I either always get an Arnold Palmer or I get a vitamin water triple X, depending on what I did the night before. Are you a big diesel fan? Like, what are you doing? Dude, I fucking, I'm, I'm. I like to get the fucking boiler going, man. When it's when it's gas station snack time, I fucking I house it down, man. Alright, who Matt, is it? KJ, has everybody gone? So Matt, here's here's the moment we've all been waiting for. I think Matt's Matt frozen. is Matt, is he even Matt, on the call there? anymore? Matt, are you there? I'm here, yeah. You hear me? Uh, you're, oh, you're fr- here, yeah. yeah, you're frozen on my screen, but who cares? The reason we brought him on the uh, show is because the guy can snack like a son of a bitch. We don't call him Snack Martinez for nothing. His favorite meal of the day is lunch because he's warmed up. He gets up, he gets a little bit of coffee in him. He's warmed up. He can sit down and enjoy his meal at lunchtime. The guy goes to the gas station all the time. He spends more time than he probably needs to in there. Five things. What are you get? What's your ultimate? Hold on, hold on. Before he goes, I have to say that I can attest to this because so me and my me and my brother linked up to my mom's credit card, her, her Discover card. <laughs> she will say, Matt gets nothing but Subway, 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 Jimmy John, Subway, Subway, Chipotle, pork, pot bellies, Chipotle, pork, <laughs> Bueno beef. I know your fat fucking ass loves Bueno beef, you fat motherfucker. Oh, dude. <laughs> Bona beef is actually very overrated. I would have to say. To Coming from you. I, I, whoa, he's he's getting picky now. Watch out, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think bona beef is very overrated and overpriced. But to get back to the snacks, this is why I got the top five. 
So, number one, you can't go wrong. The Flaming Hots, man. You know, the regular Chester's Flaming Hots, you can't go wrong with those. Uh, the second one, I'm at the Grew with you, Connor Farmer, on the Sour Patch Watermelon, man. They're mm-hmm. just so it, good, man. Preach They're it. different. I don't know about... I don't know about the regular Sour Patch, but Sour Patch Watermelon, it's different. Yeah, the wa- well, the watermelons are the best, for sure. I'm going to give you a new one right here, boys. Uh, new one right here. Starburst Minis. It's the best, man. <laughs> oh, you get a, those you get are a, good. Those yeah, are, are good. So, you're so fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> those are fucking good, man. Dude, this is going to be our highest rated episode. Just from fucking cheese laughing the whole fucking time. <laughs> Hey, it's crailing me. Hey, you can't go wrong with the regular Starburst minis, or even the sours are pretty fucking good. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a, a one right here. But this is really underrated. The Mamba fruit shoes, man. Those oh, are good. No, that's those a sleeper. That, that's that, that's your best pick. That's your best. That's, that's, that's a sleeper. That's why that's you're sleeper. here. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> You thought that was the best pick. I'm gonna give you a better one. The Mambo fruit shoes are the best, but I'm gonna give you a better one. Watch, watch this. The Buffalo chicken rollers. I don't know why you guys are forgetting on the rollers. Yeah, those are good. Too. No, I stay away. But those, listen hey. to you, fat piece of shit. Those aren't available at every fucking. <laughs> those aren't available at every fucking gas station. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, those are the that's like at the gas station and fucking on Hobson Avenue in Naperville. That, that's like me saying yeah. Casey's breakfast pizza is in my top yeah. five. I can't you get fuck, that I, fucking dude, dude, you look exactly like a fucking fat toad. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. If you got, okay, fine, I'll, I'll help you out. If you want the buffalo chicken rollers, there's two places I for sure know you can get them from. Oh, my Speedway God. Speedway and 7-Eleven. Speedway yeah. and 7-Eleven? Speedway is the best buffalo chicken rollers, hundred percent. But if you chicken yeah, rollers, definitely the rollers, definitely definitely the rollers, because you guys have snacks, so like that's that's part of a snack. But <laughs> I, I will say a super pick. I will say super that's pick. part of a snack. This motherfucker <laughs> named an entree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, hey, like, oh my god. Need to do next week. We need to do our top because me and Connor kind of debated uh, about this the other day. We need to do our top five fast food at some point because yeah, there's a yeah, little yeah. bit of a, a divide between the fast food and, and Connor's a big Portillos guy. I don't mind mm-hmm. Portillos, but we'll have to debate about that one. Can, can uh, I can I officially make Matt our uh, senior food correspondent? He's our <laughs> he's our food he's our food aficionado. <laughs> You know my respect when he came in with the Mambas at number two. Yeah, no, the the Mambas was by far, I think, the steal here. Because honestly, I forgot uh, about those, especially the sour ones. The sour ones are I've never had them. Oh, the sour ones are so good. You've never had Mambas? I can't say I have either. Dude, drive to the gas station right now and get a pack of Mambas. But that also might be, honestly, now that I think about it, that might be like a sit-go gas station only. And you're only gonna find it as a sit go oh. in the fucking hood. So oh. that's probably the one. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never even seen them. I don't even know what they look like. I had to Google them. I'll, 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 oh. yeah, I'll send, yeah, I'll send a picture later. But no, the sour mambas, very, very good. I'm gonna ship you guys a pack of mambas in the mail. <laughs> but hey, what, what's up? 
you you brought up the whole fast food thing. I mean, that's a totally different category because you got fast food that's <laughs> fast. Dude, you got. <laughs> I don't start him up. He starts breaking it down. <laughs> you got, no, Somebody listen, say listen. fast food. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt, he wasn't. He wasn't gonna last the whole podcast. Yeah, and hey, hey, a whole other episode. Hey, his dick got hard as fuck when he heard fast food. <laughs> no, listen. You got you got fast food that's best when you're like when you're sober, and then you got fast food that's best when you're drunk. So that's like totally. Told totally different categories, like right there, like White yeah, Castle is terrible. What you are sober. most of the time? Are you mostly sober or are you mostly drunk? You got to figure it out. <laughs> no, Dean's gonna be on my list. Dean's heroes. Shout out to Dean Heroes, South Chicago Heights. They just got half of their roof <laughs> cut off outside of their establishment. <laughs> it was caving in. <laughs> This son of a bitch just didn't want to fucking pay to get a new roof, so they just cut it in half. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, wait, I got a question. I, wait, I got a question for you. You want fries, man? You want fries, man? <laughs> All right, hey, for real. Shout, shout out to uh, Dean Garrow's, though. Dean Euro Chicago Heights. Hopefully, they'll sponsor us one time for the podcast. I know I got plugged with the owner, Marie. She's a uh, she's a family friend, so hopefully uh, maybe she'll plug us in and, and we'll be able to have Dean Euro's Chicago South Chicago Heights Illinois sponsor us. But let's move on to the Spotify playlist. I'll go first with my pick of the week: "Kings of Summer" by AOK. Uh, DJ, spin that shit. <laughs> hey, I got hey, you. Hey, 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 Dustin. For people, for people who don't know AOK, what's oh you got to play? What type? What, uh, what kind of music is that? Are you asking for yourself? Hip hop. It's uh, it's like it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's electronic. That's modern. Dude, they're definitely playing this shit in Hollister. Hey, I'm not gonna lie though, Quinn, Quinn, uh, XCII, fire. He's so goddamn good. I oh, actually, yeah. I have, oh, yeah, I have yeah, like, I have like my next like four weeks planned out for songs. He's he, one of his songs are actually one of one of my uh, picks. He's so good. Let me fast forward a little bit. This song reminds me of that party we threw in July, jumping off your garage. Dude, I don't know. Jumping off your garage like your mom's not home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that we'll have to have one episode. We'll have to have one episode where we kind of just maybe when sports like maybe officially are done and we can't talk about shit, we'll have to talk about like all like we'll have to like lay like stupid stories and stuff. But yeah, that that night of when you had your party and then we had the after party at my place. Literally, my mom was on home, and we were doing backflips off my garage into my pool. Don't know what we were thinking. I felt like I was in a music video at that play, at that party. Yeah, I mean, we were the kings of summer. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go next with our audience picks. So, we actually, yeah, we have two submissions this week. Um, number one is from the best boss of all time. He's my boss, uh, Bill Gannon. 
Um, the song's called Power by Rainbow. It's a fire song, by the way. Um, it ties in perfectly. You're the goat, Bill. <laughs> it ties in perfectly. Bobby with loves the... this son of a bitchin' song. <laughs> it ties in perfectly with the with the dirt because it's an, also an '80s hair band. And shout out, shout out to my boy Brian up at GATX as well. Yeah. <laughs> We're a big, we're, GHX is a big, it's a big listener of our podcast. Big Live at 5 company. Big Live at 5 company. Another audience uh, request by Carter O'Brien. Uh, hate being sober. <laughs> by Chief Keith. Yeah, yeah, Carter. Hell yeah! This song reminds me of freshman year of college. I mean, this would play at absolutely every, fucking, every. This Love Sosa, an original Don by Flusher Don, was played every fucking oh, party. original Don. Yeah, every fucking freshman party. Freshman year, year, high school. Yeah. Jay. Freshman year was all simple, man, because that's all we're even That and fucking cruise by Florida Georgia Line. Yeah. <laughs> all the songs. <laughs> that's, is that a rule my team or do? Take a walk down Marty Water. Kikoza. Shout out Cock, Carter O'Brien. <laughs> shout out Jace Anderson. <laughs> yeah, for real, shout out to Jace Anderson. <laughs> My boy. Cheek is a fucking legend. You can't tell me different. My PlayStation name is literally Salsa Chamber. Yeah, Ryan. Because of Chief. My Keith. favorite hey. song by Chief Keep is Diamonds by Chief Keep. Look that up. My, my favorite is 300. In my opinion, in my opinion Chief Keep started to drill rap. In my opinion. Dude, you're a fucking white kid from Frankfurt. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Sock Village! Alright, um, we're going that's, worse than, that's worse than being a white kid from Rock We'll go into my picks next, actually. Um, totally different than what I normally pick, but the uh, the first song is called Fucked Up by Young Rising Sons. Um, yeah, it's totally different than what I usually pick. That boy band shit, you like that shit? Lead riff. Who is this, We the Kings? This is uh, Young Rising Sons. It's a real white song. <laughs> Slapping a bass. It's a real white song. It's a real white song. Oh, I got a real white song next, too. I picked the whitest song of all time today. Oh, shit. 
Hey, Joliet, JJC, represent. Donate. Donate. We're <laughs> broke. <laughs> I'm a Joliet Junior booster. <laughs> <laughs> this song I want to be played at my wedding because I'm gonna marry a fucking a real bitch, fucking and a real bitch. This is gonna be our song. This is gonna be our song. I thought you said you're gonna marry a real bigot. That too. Speaking about real bitches, Jay. I, I, I told mom. I told mom earlier. I said, "You calling mom a bitch?" I'm done fucking. <laughs> no. I said, "I'm done fucking dating white chicks, man." They got too many problems. They got too many problems. Well, we just we well, we just we just alien outed about our 98 percent of our listeners with that one. So thank you again, Matt. Um, my next song is "Maniac" by Conan Gray. He's this is me at Tao. Shit that plays at Bar Louie. Hell yeah. <laughs> by Shitty Bang, this is Cat's Pick. Another song that reminds me of college a lot, actually. I think this was always yes. played. Um, great song. That shit great, on the beach. great song. Yeah, great song. It's I can't think of the top, top of my head, but it's an MGMT cover. I want to say it's Kids, which is also a great song, too. But yeah, this song's fire. What's that? Yeah, I used to have it. I used to have this on my iPod Touch back in middle school. This shit was my ringtone on my fucking Psychic LX. Yeah. Reminisce days of the innocence. Now it's shitty bang. Google me the images. I got the flow to make a bitch do a cartwheel. Um, our next song is uh, Jimmy Choo by Fetty Wap. It's KJ's pick. 
This song really reminds me of college. This was fucking senior year at LTH. I mean, that's all. That's I think we played this song a billion times. All you hear is KJ yelling it. Jimmy you're a hillbilly, man. Jimmy, 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 Whatever happened to Fetty Wap? Yeah. He loses his other eye. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized my fucking microphone was on mute. <laughs> Jay, this reminds me of your birthday party, dude, at LTH. That shit was lit. That was I, crowd, I, I crowd surfed at my own birthday. That was <laughs> I got a lot of video footage of that. Wild like I said, one night we'll have to fucking just do a whole episode where we just say stupid stories of college. We got I got good oh, yeah. video footage of Josh Emily that night at your birthday party. We'll have to get Josh Emily on one time, too. That kid's wild. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we should. I wish I could post that video online. Josh Emily. Him and Tank. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Cody. I love you, Cody. Uh, next one is going to be uh, Snacks' pick. Um, that's Matt. He's a fat fucking hillbilly. Um, it's In Your Eyes by the Weekend. This pick's for the guys and the gals. Dude, you're a fucking hillbilly. Just fucking badass, man. What'd you just watch? Uncut Gems? Oh, good, dude. Oh, this song's a banger, though. Fucking Connor's face. <laughs> I feel like I'm at fucking, like, I feel like I'm at, like, Bottle Blonde in River North right now. Who the fuck picked this? Fucking cheese. Who? Snacks. You pick this? Bitch, this song is Dude, I feel like I'm on the last fucking all skate at Starflyer <laughs> listening to this shit. <laughs> right before I gotta turn in my skates. DJ Lorenzo. <laughs> last yeah, this song, last this, this song was really gay. Um. We're going to end with Connor's pick, because we're going to go right into Connor's picks after his Spotify pick. Um, his oh, should have been a cowboy. His should have been a cowboy by Toby Keith. I also I also have a remix, so if you're proud to have me on PlayStation, feel free to ask me. I'll, I'll remix it for you. Um, this, <laughs> this is Connor's pick. What a fucking hick, bro. I fucking love this goddamn song. Hey, Toby Keith, sing it, fucking, Dusty. Hey, hold up. Sing it. Toby Keith will put his fucking boot right up your fucking ass, dude. He'll put American boot right up there like this. You never heard old Marcel <laughs> Dillon say, 
Yeah. Give it the 40 uh, seconds. <laughs> I know the time stamp. Kitty's place. Great song. The Rock Falls Top Five right here. Fucking hillbillies. <laughs> You know, far as a lot picking corn to this song. Oh, geez, you're a fucking hillbilly. It's just a great Shut song. Alright, well, those are our picks for the week. Remember, follow at Live at Five's Fire. Um, if you haven't followed yet, um, a lot of you because I don't have four followers on this playlist. Um, well, the problem is with the playlist is that we can't just search it and find it. You know what I mean? Alright, well, if you want the fucking link, don't fuck fucking up. ask us. We're gonna have, no, we're gonna have to figure it out. I love how my song got two choruses. This is fantastic. Well, it's it's, it's it leading right into your shit. Alright, before, here's the thing. I want to make a statement about the Spotify playlist, and then I got another thing that I want to say. The Spotify playlist, we got to get it figured out to where you could just search it and it pops up. Because right now it's kind of acting goopy where we have to share the link. So click Matt, the link Matt, and follow Matt, our playlist. Can you find it right now if you look for it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So explain that letter for letter. What's it called? Live. Live. Wait, you don't know how to fucking spell? Fuck, guy's got a Julia Junior College shirt on and can't spell. And he's calling He's calling us an old Billy. Hey, this had discount knowledge. <laughs> discount knowledge? <laughs> no way. Oh, All trademark right, that, dog. That's going on a t-shirt. Five and five t-shirt. This is that discount knowledge. Live by podcast. You're such a fucking fat fuck. Just have have on the front. Have on the front. Low quality sound, high quality content, and then on the back. At a discount. At a discount. Hey. Discount knowledge at the junior college. (laughs) Dude, there ain't no way you made that up on your own. You had to get that from someone. What are you talking about? It's the fucking JJ. Fat fuck. Tell, come on, fat fuck. Tell us now. <laughs> All right, you tell us. L I V E. Can you get on this? Can you find our Spotify playlist? L I V E on Spotify. Live at five. Is it the at simple or is it A T? A T on on Spotify. A T live at five. But the five is an actual five. Yeah. No, you don't put F-I-V-E. It's five I-V-E. You can't well, find I've it. Five. Nah, so if I search up L-I-V-E-A-T-5, I don't see nothing. Yeah, we got to get that adjusted. All right, we'll get that worked on. We'll, yeah. we'll reach out to our uh, operations team. And they'll get that figured out for us. Hey, or, but next up, wait, hold up. I got your complaint. I'll figure it out. 
I'll send you an email. Yeah, Next you. on the podcast, what we want to do is episode episode five here. We have a very special announcement that our very own Connor Olson is going to make for all of you on the podcast before he goes into his picks. So, Connor Olson, do you have anything that you'd like to share with us and the audience? Uh, yeah, I had a sausage biscuit and a hash brown this morning for breakfast. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, there's, there's something. There's something you got to say. Uh, yeah, so come Thanksgiving-ish, I will be rooting for a early snowstorm so I can just take like a month off work and, uh, yeah, stay at home with the uh, newborn uh, around wait, Thanksgiving. Wait, wait. newborn? So. Newborn? What are you Connor talking about? Olson. Yeah. Connor Olson got the old lady pregnant, uh, and he's expecting <laughs> a baby. He thinks yep. it's going to be a boy. He's the luckiest son of a bitch in the world sure. when it comes to Probably gambling and sports. But you bet your goddamn ass that it's going to be a girl when it comes yeah. to the kids. My luck has run out yeah. definitely with this, so oh, I, I'm sure. already expecting a girl for sure. So, yeah. Well, there it is. I, 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 I have a question really quick. I know I brought this up, but I want to bring it up on the podcast too. So, mm-hmm. as officially as I was the father at your guy at you and um, Dakota's wedding, um, yep. father. Yes, I, I officiated their wedding. Um, not to brag. I knew what he, I knew what he meant. Not to brag. Bobby J. Um, do I now go from Father Jay to Godfather Jay? Because that is the question that our audience has been wondering, and I'm also wondering it too. Yeah, we're we're officially taking applicants. I, I'd say you'd have a head start, but you're gonna talk to the wife on that one. It's not up to me. So, <laughs> I already I, I commented on her picture of of that po- of questioning it. So, it, that better be a conversation being talked about. Because if it's not, I might curse your guys' fucking marriage. And I'm 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 not saying I know, what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, if you don't understand that it's completely up to her by now, then you haven't figured this out yet. So yeah, no, we know fuck. Connor. Yeah, I don't got a fucking All chance. Right. But no, congrats, right. congratulations, congrats to you on and the sex, Connor. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you, boys. I, uh, <laughs> I always look at pregnancy as a humble brag that you had sex and didn't pull that yeah. fucker out. So congrats <laughs> to you, brother. That's, that's a thank hell of you, a boys. time, I'd imagine. No, I I, I do appreciate it. That's, It'll be that's fun. Do, you know, imagine we'll have like a, another member of the live F five. That that would be pretty cool. That's so, true. That's I'm excited. That's actually the greatest part about it is because we'll probably get clout mm-hmm. just from having your, from you having your kids. So again, oh, that's easy we, views. We yeah, that, that's yeah. definitely views. So we we appreciate. Yeah. We might it. even I mean, start a blog. You're, you're the first. Oh. What's crazy about this is that. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> no. We're we're firing what? shots off tonight. <laughs> Um, All right, so on to my gambling. Pitch. No, wait. I have, I have one thing. I have one thing I need to say. I have one thing I need to say. Um, since you are the first confirmed sex haver on the podcast, yeah. Um, what is it like, and would you recommend? Would you recommend it? Uh, a magician never reveals a secret, Jason. You should know that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, hold on. Well, how'd you do last week on your picks? Let's let's start with there before we go on your your new. Pick. Uh, yeah. So so definitely, if anybody followed my picks to a T as far as a viewer, they got a little shafted because I was all about Herbert going before Tua, and about two days after the podcast came out on Monday, 
there was a major leak that Tua was going to the Dolphins. So I I bet it the opposite way. I bet Tua to go to the Dolphins to kind of cancel out my bet just because I'm I'm you know I'm no official fucking expert here. I saw the writing on the wall that Tua was going to the Dolphins, so I kind of bet against it. So overall, we ended up like a half unit up. It was a profitable draft. I know Jay hit the the rugs as the first wide receiver was a, was a nice snag. Um, Akuda went to the Lions like I predicted. Uh, the, the Eagles took a wide receiver. Jalen Hurts, Hurts went in the went. first and second yep. round. So yeah, o- overall it was. I've never bet the draft as heavily as I bet it this year, but just because there was nothing else going on, right? I had some uh, some money burning in my pocket. So overall, it was it was profitable, and hopefully that's a sign of things to come this NFL season. So I I have a quick yeah. question. Do you, do you think that the NFL, or I should say gambling, do you think that they should do more of the NFL draft gambling? Because I think it's I think it's awesome. I think it, I think NFL should oh, do yeah. it more. I, or not the NFL. I should say gambling sites should do it more going forward because it's i mean it's nfl is it's it's it's, it's a thing in america i mean everybody if you like sports you're watching the draft whether you're you know you're casual you see the ratings did you see the ratings for night one almost like 16 million fucking people 16 million people watch the fucking virtual nfl draft like that's just insane to me so yeah it's it's definitely the future just stuff like this on a casual thursday night you can throw around a few dollars hopefully make some pizza money and that's just always the goal so so what are you going else? forward for us no we, we we got your the outcomes of your your picks from last week mm-hmm. if you don't follow i'm telling you give him some time to make his picks or actually give yeah, him some sports to make picks on and i'm telling you he wins more often than he loses mm-hmm. what do you got for us uh this week yeah so i'll keep it simple so um my bucks as i would say my bucks that's fair they are minus 150 to make the playoffs next year so you so you lay 150 dollars to win 100 if you don't know what you know minus 150 means so you lay 150 dollars to win 100 all they have to do is make the playoffs I don't know if they can win the division. The Saints are still good. The Falcons are kind of teetering there. So I don't know if they'll win the division. But I do think they will make the playoffs. They had a great draft. They got worse from Iowa, fell all the way down to them, and they actually traded off a couple spots and took them. As you guys know, Grant came back. They took Winfield Jr. in the second round. I think their defense is already – we've talked about it in the past. I think their defense is already sneaky good. So they added Winfield Jr., added worse on the O-line. You got Brady, Godwin, Evans, Gronk. I, I just I think they're gonna make the playoffs with the extra playoff spot. So to yeah, lay 150 to win hundred. That's a big thing that the listeners have to know too, is that there's an extra playoff spot. Yeah. So this fo- upcoming football season there will be an extra playoff spot in each mm-hmm. division. There's gonna be an extra playoff team in both the NFC and the AFC, which gives teams uh, an advantage to to make the playoffs now. So that's a yeah. big, yeah. And go I ahead. just think bets like I, I think bets like this are, are key to to making money in the long term because even though they might not win their division, you'll be kicking yourself that they they still made the fucking playoffs. So just make the bet that they'll make the playoffs. I think it's easy money, and that's all I got for this week. Nice simple, my bucks, baby. 
Anybody else got anything for the podcast before we close this shit out? I'm fucking hammered drunk and I'm ready to play some goddamn video games. Hey, I got, a question. I got a Let's question for Matt. I got a question for Matt. Um, how much do you weigh and how much do you love lunch? <laughs> Wait, no. And then, and then the last one, um, what did you do for chess today? <laughs> right. And what are you about to go make? Snack. Yeah. For what's fourth, fourth meal. Yeah, what's your fourth meal? Fourth meal. So, I'm weighing in about 215. 215? Stop on the same way, 215. You lying ass. <laughs> you lying ass sack of shit, dude. No, I'm, I'm, I'm 215. Yeah, he's a, a Marine now. He fucking lost like 40 pounds being a Marine. Don't lie. You're 220 at least. Don't lie, man. 220. No. No, I'm 215. Motherfucker, you're 400. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Pat, what was the other question? What am I, what am I eating for lunch? No, oh, what's, what's your, what's your late night snack? Late night snack? Bagel um, bites, you fat fuck. <laughs> uh, to be honest, um, some turkey fucking sausage. Some turkey <laughs> fucking <laughs> Eat these fucking sausages. I don't care if we don't have any buns. Dude, we gotta end it. This is getting out of hand. Some turkey slip gyms, and that's about it. Some man, some uh, some tuna. I don't really eat that much of that. Son of a bitch, been drinking all days in good shape today. Yeah, no, but for real, we we really appreciate uh, uh, cheese coming on. Um, yeah, my brother. He's my yeah, he's my brother. So I gotta say it. Um, we'll have to fun. have him, we'll have to have him on again eventually if next time we do food, um, <laughs> even, even if it's just for a food segment. Which is next week. Yeah, which is next week. So we'll week. probably have you on next week. But yeah, no, thanks for coming on, Rich. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate having me over, man. It's it's it's, it's fun time. It's totally different, you know. During the quarantine, just fucking been playing Xbox, doing homework. So it was totally it was totally different having being on the podcast and, and, and eating snacks, right? It needs snacks. Uh. He was able to have a couple beers too and shit. He's all pumped up. Wait, yeah, those are my fucking trulies, by the way, that I brought over for Easter. You fucking fat hillbilly. <laughs> I bought my own, you fucking bitch. No, you, so you fucking oh, pussy. We're gonna have to cut the podcast before these guys start virtually beating each other's asses. Dude, I'll fuck. I'll stick fucking Nichols driver up your fucking asshole. <laughs> That was the Live at Five, Episode 5 podcast, and we'll see you guys on PlayStation 4 online. Yeah, Peace. Love you guys. Love you guys. Wait, before, before I end this shit, just make sure you listen to the whole song because the whole song we'll be playing this time. It's going to be Juice World's uh, unreleased song. It's it's posthumous called Righteous. Um, I'm going to play Righteous. the whole song for you. Make sure you give us some plays on Spotify. Make sure you R. buy R. it on iTunes if you want to. RP to a legend. HF708. Gang Gang. Um, 4F. Yeah, again, yeah, 4F. Uh, love you guys. Thanks for listening. Whatever you got to say, go for it. Um, and like we said, we out this jam. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm feeling righteous. Yeah, I know that the truth is hard to digest.
pills in my right hand yeah. Codeine running over on my nightstand Taking medicine to fix all of the damage My anxiety the size of a planet Holes in my skull Planet 